Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Curious Cowgirl podcast. Today's episode, we are talking about how to be a tourist in your own hometown. You know, sometimes the best travel destination is right in your own backyard, and staycations work for a lot of different scenarios. Maybe your travel funds are low, or you can't leave work or your kids for a long period of time, or like what's happening now, maybe the news is filled with lots of stories of viruses and illness outbreaks that may make you hesitant to jump on a plane. So let's explore how we can all enjoy being a tourist in our own hometown. Welcome to the Curious Cowgirl podcast, where we are talking about all things travel and maybe some other stuff that I find interesting. Let's jump into today's episode. Now be sure and stick with me until the end of this episode because I have a very, very good travel tip that you're for sure going to want to get your hands on. All right, so as I mentioned in my introduction, I think that the idea of a staycation is really appealing to a lot of people, but then kind of coming up with ideas of what to do seems to be an obstacle, you know, difficult for people to kind of say, well... I like the idea of not going anywhere or saving money or, or whatever, but, the, you know, but kind of are stumped when it comes to figuring out, so what do I do on a staycation? So I've got five tips that I think will really help you embrace ways to be a tourist in your own hometown. So my very first tip is visit a museum. And I'm laughing when I say this because I know that there's a lot of you all who are maybe not necessarily museum people, and that's okay. You don't have to be a museum person, but I think that going to a museum is a great way to kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit, to learn something new, to maybe see a part of your town that you haven't seen before. And is an activity that may be different than what you normally are are doing, you know, just kind of in your, your everyday life. And I, I also think that going to see a museum is typically something that a lot of people do when they go on vacation. So if you're trying to kind of dial in all of those, you know, vacation vibes, even though this is a staycation, going to a museum is, you know, a really great way to do that. And I want to share with you all a story that kind of cracked me up. So in December of 2019, I was hosted by Visit Oklahoma City to come discover Oklahoma City. And whenever I am um, planning a trip like that, I always go online and research all of the different um, museums and you know, performing arts um, facilities or sites and, and really kind of do some research in all of the things that there are to do in that city. So for Oklahoma City, I, I identified, I don't know, probably eight or nine different museums and actually was able to go visit several of them. 
And I was sharing my itinerary with a really good friend of mine from college who lives in Oklahoma City. And she started giggling and she said, okay, Mary, I have literally lived in Oklahoma City for almost 30 years now. And you are naming museums that I did not even know existed. So that's sort of my point is all of us, you know, most of us rarely take the time to go visit museums that are right in our own backyard. And so I think that's a really fun way to kind of kick off embracing a staycation in in your own hometown. Find a museum and go just spend an hour seeing it. All right, my second tip for kind of being a tourist in your own hometown is taking a walk through a historic neighborhood. And I'm saying that with, um, you know, kind of a caveat, sometimes historic neighborhoods are really accessible and easy to walk through. And sometimes historic neighborhoods are in older parts of town and may not be as pedestrian friendly as maybe newer parts of town. So, you know, if you can only drive through historic neighborhoods, then do that. But bonus points if you can walk, because Lord knows we all need to get more steps in during the day, right? But I love finding a historic neighborhood and, you know, kind of walking or driving slowly through that area because it it's fun to imagine what life was like in your hometown when that was not a historic neighborhood, when that was just a regular neighborhood. Yeah, I enjoy looking at different architecture, um, you know, and um, it gives you a little sense of history about about your own hometown, which I think is really fun. You can also, if you really, if you like this idea, you might want to, before you go to that neighborhood, get on the Google and do a little Google search about that particular neighborhood. You might be really surprised at how many articles or bits of information there are out there about that neighborhood that you that you maybe were not privy to. So take a minute and Google and see what you can come up with. I'm always um, amazed at, you know, how much information there is out there on, you know, on the internet. So that might be a fun way to kind of bring in another layer of, of history and information before you actually go to that neighborhood. Another resource might be a historical society in your hometown, um, you know, they are often unbelievably good repositories of information and stories. And so if you have a historical society um, or association in your hometown, then maybe hit them up and say, hey, do you have any information about this particular neighborhood? And I've also found that when I do that, there is very frequently someone who is associated with that organization that might even be willing to spend some time with me on the phone, or even better yet, go with me when I go to that neighborhood and, you know, kind of point out certain landmarks or homes that important people lived in at one time. So you never know what you might turn up when you reach out to the historical society or historical association. You know, people who love history love sharing history. So um, that might be worth pursuing before you take a little take a little stroll in your in the oldest neighborhood in your hometown. And now a word from our sponsor. You know what makes me really hungry being a tourist. If you find yourself in Dallas, I have a free Dallas restaurant guide with recommendations ranging from tacos to barbecue. I'm a Dallas native 
This is a resource you're definitely going to want to get your hands on. The link is in the show notes. My third tip is probably the easiest one, but it's also one that I think is the most overlooked, and that is try out some new restaurants. And I I tell you what, all of us, probably all of us have said at one time or another that we are in such a rut when it comes to trying new restaurants. You know, you kind of find a few that you like or they're close to your home or, you know, whatever it is, and you just kind of by default, you know, keep going there. And if you think about it, when you go on vacation, you're trying all new restaurants every time you eat, obviously. So if you're going to embrace the idea of a staycation, then maybe kind of adopt that same, um, you know, effort and only eat at restaurants that are new to you. I think that's a really fun way to get out of your comfort zone and discover some new places. If you want to avoid kind of the, um, you know, kind of the the funny argument that I know a lot of couples get into about where are we going to go eat, and I bet everybody can kind of relate to that, where, you know, you suggest something and, and you know, your travel partner's like, no, nah, and then you suggest something else and they say no, and you kind of get into that like, well, okay, I've named 42 places and you've <laughs> torpedoed all of them. Here's a kind of a, another fun way to approach new restaurants in your hometown, Maybe both of you all do some research and write, I don't know, five or six restaurants on little slips of paper, put them in a hat or a jar or something and shake it up. And then whatever restaurant you draw out of that hat or jar is where you're going to go, kind of period, the end, no arguments. That's kind of a fun way to approach it. Um, And that sort of avoids the whole, you know, I've I've suggested 400 places and you keep saying no. So that might be another, um, another way to make sure that you're um, finding new, new restaurants and not getting into kind of a, an argument about it. My fourth tip is to go see a play or a musical or a concert. And I really, um, I'm a really big fan of doing this when you are going to take a staycation because I don't care how big your city or town is. I promise you, There is some kind of live entertainment venue where you are. Community theater is is has a presence in almost every community in the United States. And um, I love going to see community theater. I love to support the um, local artists who are in the plays or musicals. It's a great way to see productions that are maybe being performed, you know, on bigger stages in New York or Chicago or whatever. Um, And you may not have the opportunity to get there, but you can still see those plays or musicals in your own hometown. So community theater is great. Another idea is places of worship. A lot of churches and synagogues host concerts that are wonderful. Um, You know, it could be organ music or it could be small stringed ensembles or whatever it is. But that's a great place to look for a live um, entertainment venue is to look at local churches and synagogues and see kind of what they have going on. So that's another idea. And then of course, you know, anywhere where there's bands playing, that counts. Could be a theater. I mean, it could be even a local bar or restaurant that has live music on the weekends. That totally counts. And that may not be something that you are, you know, you normally do on a weekend, but if you're in staycation mode, 
you know, going to see a live performance somewhere um, is definitely, I think, a normal vacation activity. So find that same opportunity in your own hometown. And now it's time for a follower shout out. You all, I cannot tell you how much it means to me when readers of my blog or listeners of my podcast take the time to give me positive feedback. And I want to share a really sweet comment that was left by Jessica on a blog post I wrote about how to be a tourist in your hometown. Jessica said, oh my goodness, what an amazing idea. I instantly started thinking of local places like these that I have yet to go see. I always think of doing things outside of town, so I haven't been to a lot of places locally. Thank you so much. Jessica, thank you for taking the time to leave me such a sweet comment. That is my goal at The Curious Cowgirl, to bring you all excellent travel information and inspire you so that we all can have more vacations and even staycations. Thank you. And then my last tip is do an overnighter in a hotel. And, you know, whether it's an old hotel or a new hotel, it doesn't make any difference. There's just something magical about checking into a hotel room. It makes you feel like you're in a totally different city. Um, you know, sleeping in a bed that's not your own, even if you travel for work a lot and you're like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in a hotel all the time for work. But if you show up at a hotel, you know, without kind of all, you know, your laptop and all your stuff you need for work, but you're really there just to sleep late and, you know, lay in bed and watch a movie or order room service or whatever, having an overnighter in a hotel is, you know, the perfect way to really make you feel like you're on a staycation and you don't have to spend a lot of money or you can, you know, kind of go big or go home, go, you know, rent a really wonderful room and, and, you know, I don't know, stay in that room a lot and really enjoy it. Um, I think that's a, um, you know, kind of a, um, a perfect way to really mentally feel like you're taking a break, you're having a vacation, but you're doing it in your own hometown, which is a staycation. I do have a blog post that is related to this podcast episode. I will link to it in the show notes. It might give you a few more ideas of ways that you can embrace the idea of a staycation. And Now that we're entering into the time of year where a lot of people are thinking about spring break and summer plans and that kind of thing, I think this might be a great jumping off point for you to plan a little time away. I mean, all of us work really hard, whatever it is we do, um, you know, for a living, raising kids, whatever, and even just 24 hours away from our normal routine, I think can really be exactly the break that we need. And you don't have to jump on a plane to do it. You can do it right in your own backyard. So embrace the staycation, friends, and um, and and have fun right, right at home. All right, you all. So that wraps up today's episode. And again, all of the resources mentioned in this episode will be linked to in the show notes. So be sure and check those out. And finally, you all, I would really appreciate it if you all would subscribe to this podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify 
or iHeartRadio, wherever you are finding the Curious Cowgirl podcast. Hit the subscribe button. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, please consider leaving a five-star rating. That really helps and lets others know that this is a podcast worth their time to tune into. All right. I will look forward to talking to you all again soon. Bye.